Welcome back to the, this is, guys, this is a milestone, the 20th, I believe, 20, no, sorry, forgive me, last week was the 20th, the 21st episode of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast, let's just, let's just, I'm in a round of applause, that's me clapping with my cheek and one of my hands because the other hand is holding um, the, the podcast equipment, but yeah, I mean, hey, who would have thought? I mean, if you would have asked me the first time we recorded the very first episode of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, I think I might have said that. If you would have asked me, do you think you'll ever get to 21 episodes? I would have said probably in 20 weeks. And I think... You know, we're always talking about, and by we, I mean not me on this podcast, but, you know, goal setting and, and trying to, to exceed our goals. You know what? We, we met a goal. We, we met. We didn't, we didn't go below. We met. And I think that's something to celebrate. So, yes, thank you for joining me once again. I'm telling you, the weeks, they're just going by faster and faster. I remember sitting down in my very, very um, professional environment where I record this podcast, uh, which is a beanbag chair in the middle of my basement just to, you know, set the scene. Actually, today I'm in a much more elevated professional environment. Uh, No, don't worry. I'm not in an actual recording studio, but I'm about, I would say probably like six, probably like eight feet. I mean, now we all know what six feet looks like because of COVID. So I want to say it's a little bit more than that. Let's say about eight feet away from said beanbag chair in a very classy, it's pretty much a desk. This is a, um, how would I, it's like a cabinet of sorts that I've flipped over. There's kind of like a dent in it. So it's the dent I kind of use as the working part of my desk. And then the, I guess you would call it like the frame, so to speak, is, is more so for decoration. So I'm sitting in front of, on the floor, in front of that. I have a nice blanket underneath my derriere, because that would hurt otherwise, um, with my makeshift desk. And then I have my laptop, very professional. I've actually pulled up the calendar app on my, like my iCalendar on my phone, or not phone, my laptop, forgive me. My phone is very busy being the recording equipment for this podcast, but yes, I have the the calendar app. Um, It's fairly blank, I do have to say, but I just feel like that's what professional people look at that I was going between that and Facebook now the problem with Facebook is I forgot my password about six months ago and by six months I mean probably closer to a year ago so I can't actually access Facebook which is not a problem because no one is trying to reach me there but I do have the messenger app which is really all I need so I mean and need is to be debated not like anyone really needs to to contact me at this present moment in my reality. But yeah, I just felt like professional people who like have podcasts where they record into like actual microphones with like real people headphones. I felt like that's what they would be looking at. So that's what I I wanted to look at. But again, it's a sad reminder that I don't remember my password. So I went with the calendar app. And the calendar app, if it's reading correctly, is trying to tell me that it's November. I have no idea how that happened. I was like 92% sure we were still in July. But no, apparently we're in November. We have two months left of this year. I feel like I didn't even do anything. So let's really make these last two months count. But again, I, I mean, time 
Time is just flying. I mean, given that it's the first week of November, this actually means quite a few things. I don't think people realize the um, the history, the what is even the word, the imp- the impact, the importance of the first week of November. First of all, three things: the first week of November usually falls within the last week of October, which obviously Halloween. Now, I have to say, I don't want to call anyone out, but there is a real lack of Halloween spirit in the neighborhood in which I exist in. Um, I don't know what happened this year, but the kids were not coming to the door like they used to be. Like, it was maybe once every, you know, five to maybe a little bit less than 10 minutes. Like, we maybe opened the door like 20 times. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it used to be like, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. And yes, of course, has, as that was very annoying. I, I did not like when it was that. And I'm sure I complained about that at the time. But since, you know, we love to complain here, I have to complain about my reality. So, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know what's happening. I don't know if, if um, Halloween is just on a, on a down slump. I don't know if these kids would rather get, like, stuff on Minecraft. I, I heard Roblox is something that is popular. And let me just, you know, acknowledge the elephant in the room. I understand I'm, like, just a tad bit older than said kids who would be trick-or-treating. So I'm not, I'm not being like, I don't want to be like, oh yeah, the youth today. But like, really, what is wrong with them? You know, and, and I put myself in that. I, I think the kids are not all right. Check on your local kids. Because something happened, okay? Something happened. I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I don't know if we entered a new, uh, um, not millennia, what is that called? A dimension, a parallel universe, but something is wrong. Okay, so first reason why November is significant. Is it or the, the first week of November is significant is because it's usually Halloween. Second reason. By the time you are listening to this, which if you, you know, are a loyal follower and and wait up till midnight to these drop, you know, first thing Thursday, like the first breath you take on a Thursday, it is now possible to order the Starbucks Christmas drinks. Now, I, I, I hear what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, finally, a topic of which he can't complain, of which he can't make about himself, of which he, he being me, you know, can't turn negative. Mm-mm. Don't worry. I, ha- I have some negative thoughts on this as well. Of course, we love the, the classics, the peppermint mocha, the caramel brulee latte. I don't even know what that means. It tastes great. Um, chestnut praline, we're going to get to you in one second, but okay. Uh, what else do they have? The gingerbread loaf, obviously. The holiday turkey stuffing, something or other, panini. We love that. Now, if you actually ordered all of those things that I just listed, you would have to take out a second mortgage or a first mortgage. I mean, I personally would have to take out a mortgage on my phone because that's really the only possession that I have. Although I wonder if the bank would want it more and rate it higher. I don't really know how mortgage works, but if, if I tell them that I use it as my podcast equipment, like it's even more important to me. It's even, it's even more important collateral. I'll, I'll have to talk to a financial advisor on that one. But my point in all of this is yes, the Starbucks drinks are back, but I have heard terrible news. It, it, first it was, it was happy news and then it, beca- it quickly became terrible. So apparently somebody lied to me and told me that the eggnog and the gingerbread lattes were coming back. 
Now, if anyone didn't have the eggnog and the gingerbread lattes, they were the two best Starbucks drinks that they had, at least in Canada, up until last year. So even 2020 didn't take that away from us. 2020 took a lot of things. Very unfortunately, it took our time. It took our spirit. It took our joy. It took, it took a lot. But what it didn't take, surprisingly, was the gingerbread and the eggnog latte. That was a, was a victim of 2021 for whatever reason. But then for some reason, somebody told me that it was coming back. So I, for the last, like for 24 hours a day since like two days ago, have been living in the Christmas joy that these uh, drinks were coming back to me, that they were going to make a return. And then I find out this morning, uh, no, they're actually not making a return which is it's just devastating. Like, I wish that that didn't happen to me, so I'm going to need some time. If you realize I'm a bit off this episode, that's actually, it is why, because I just received this, like, really shaking news. So we're going we're gonna to try and push through, but apparently the source that I had read was a UK source, and apparently they have the eggnog and the gingerbread latte available there. So... I could, do, I could do two things. You know, we really love to problem solve and then nobody asked for this podcast. I could complain about it in an audio file that I post to the internet. Okay, so that's one. Or two, B, number B, I could get on a plane, fly to the UK, order both an eggnog and a... Actually, I might have to extend my trip. I'm going to have to stay there two days because if I get an eggnog and a gingerbread latte on the same day, the toilet there... I don't know what their plumbing situation is like. Maybe their toilets like spin a different way. You know, they've already had a had a bad year with, you know, the Queen Elizabeth. We've got into it. Queenship is like reigning terror. Like we, we I don't need to be doing more to them. Okay. They, they don't need extra stress. So I'll stay two days so I could, you know, consume one and then, and then consume the second one and then, and then get on the plane. Yeah. So, um, those are my two options. I have to say I'm most likely going to go with the first one, which is just complain um, into the void. But yeah, if anybody knows, again, I know no one listens to this, but if anybody knows a good place to get an eggnog latte or a gingerbread latte, that's like ideally a chain where I could do a mobile order, that would be great. I actually have some great news. The other day, probably about two weeks ago, I was out and about, and I thought, hmm, maybe I'll go for a hot chocolate. So, like anyone does in the 21st century, I open up my phone app, where I order the hot chocolate. Um, and this is, a, this, is an app, this is a Tim Hortons app. I'll, I'm going to call them out. You know, I, I usually... I, do you know what? I usually go to Starbucks, but I haven't even gone to Starbucks that much recently. And for anyone that, that wants to know my order, I just get, like, a black iced coffee. Like, no, no milk, no sugar, just regular, normal... Nothing in it, black iced coffee. Now, the problem is we're transitioning into winter, which I normally still get a black iced coffee. But, you know, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'll, I'll switch to a hot chocolate, you know, till the impendent uh, spring. So I open the Tim Hortons app, which I hadn't really opened in probably a few years, and I go to order. I might have talked about this already, but I go to order, and someone sent me a gift. No, I definitely talked about this. I sent myself my gift, yes, because when I went to the app, for any of you who missed the last episode, which is like 99.999991% of the entire human population, um, I realized that when I went to pay, I had a gift card on there from like six years ago. So that was really nice of me. 
I do wonder um, and kind of worry that one day this this podcast is just going to be new episodes of me talking about the same stuff that I've talked about before. So um, if that becomes the case, please, please do let me know. You know, you can just leave like a, we've heard this before or really again with the, with the Tim Hortons story. But my point of bringing up Tim Hortons at all was if you know that they have the eggnog latte or a gingerbread latte or any local cafes we can shop local to, um, let me know because I, I'm ready. I've, my money, my Christmas drink money is ready. Like it's burning a hole in my pocket. I'm just ready to dump thousands on festive joy. And to not be allowed to do that feels like it's against like my morals. You know what I mean? We got to fix this. Also, that, so that was the second thing that is significant that happens the first week of November. The third thing, see, arguably hovers into this, the second week of November sometimes. It can happen, but the daylight savings time. Now, I saw a poster the other day. Poster is a very dramatic word. I saw like a piece of paper saying, you know, don't forget we're flipping into daylight savings. Now, I don't know if I, again, was alerted by an incorrect source. I don't know if it was this was the same person that told me that the eggnog and gingerbread lattes were coming back. That also told me this piece of information I'm about to share. But I swear I read something that said we were canceling that whole thing. I thought the people of Congress, whoever they are, were in their chairs, sipping their water to avoid answering questions, trying to debate whether or not we should be allowed to just forget this whole BS, quite frankly, and just not do anything with the clocks. Like, here's an idea. How about we just let the clock be what it is? And apparently I did not hear that because that is not true. No one ever said that. I think they were debating it at one point, but they're not exactly sure. I'm still, again, I still haven't done the hard journalism work and Googled exactly what was happening, done, done a quick Google search. I haven't even asked Siri about it or Alexa or um, Cortana. I think that was the Microsoft one for, uh, for a time. But yeah, I, I was quite confused and, and quite honestly alarmed that that was still something that was going to happen. And I know it's very um, cliche to complain about daylight savings. You know, I normally try and keep my complaints to stuff, you know, a little bit more outside the box. But I mean, really, what are we doing here? Now, I will say, my understanding was it is to help the farmers. And I think the farmers are very important. They help us get all our food and, I, and, and truly all of our food, because if you think like me, you know, the farmers don't help me. All I eat is hot Cheetos. Me too. But what are hot Cheetos made out of? Apparently they're made out of corn. That's what they're telling us on the package. And until I have further proof, I'm going to believe them. So really corn is grown by farmers. Therefore, hot Cheetos and farmers like need each other type thing. So if all our food comes from farmers, if, if for the farmers benefit, we all need to just mess with the clocks twice a year. Totally fine with that. But I feel like I've seen arguments that, like, the farmers don't even care. So, like, if the farmers don't care, and I've actually read that it's hurting people. Like, apparently it causes, like, four deaths a year because, like, the change in rhythms or something can can affect people's hearts. Again, this I'm just, I'm spreading mass misinformation. I, I don't know anything that I'm actually talking about. But it is, it is interesting to think, like, why we still do this. Because I know, like, a lot of countries... And even in the States, like a lot of, or not a lot, but a few of the States like don't participate. And it's just like, maybe we need to end it. But here's my problem. I actually have just my one problem. This whole thing is my problems. But 
we actually, I think there's a misconception globally that we hate daylight savings. We actually don't. We hate non-daylight savings. Because what I did look into for sure was that when we, in, okay, so in November, I think this year, reminder everybody, November 6th, we are going to fall back. So that means we turn the clocks at like 2 a.m. We go back to 1 a.m. or something like that. At this point, almost every clock is digital, so you don't really have to worry about it. It's basically just like your car. And then, I don't know, like you may have like a actual clock like in your house somewhere, like in that drawer, like the the SHIT drawer that like of, of the stuff that you know you think is important, but you, you don't really need. I mean, at that point, it's like, just don't change the clock at all, and it'll be right half, half, half the year type thing. It's probably broken anyway. But regardless, the November fallback is apparently when we exit daylight savings. So in November, this week again, November 6th, 2 a.m., then we'll go back to 1 a.m., it makes it so that it gets dark at like 4 p.m. on a good day. Most days, like literally 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So that would be, since we've exited daylight savings in November, that would be what we would keep it as. So as we're doing our activism work to end daylight savings, I don't think we're realizing we're kind of going against what we like, which I assume is let's keep it bright. So really, we want not no daylight savings. We want only daylight savings. So I, I think that that is something that we all need to come together and have like a come to Jesus about that. Like it's, it's, it's not that we don't like, we actually like daylight savings. We just don't like the, the going back and forth. So, I mean, maybe that's where we can all meet in the middle. Like, okay, we'll still have it, but then we'll have only it. Because then in March, when we spring forward and, and set the clocks forward an hour, that's when we go into daylight savings. And then it becomes like dark at nine as opposed to eight or whatever it is. So if you take anything from this episode, know that you actually like daylight savings. This is like a type of brainwash. You like daylight savings. You like daylight savings. You like daylight savings. Okay, and we're gonna, we're gonna circle back in March and see if we actually do like daylight savings. Because we want to save daylight. It always confused me. I was like, so you're telling me it gets dark at three o'clock and an act to save daylight? No, that's us ending daylight saving. So really it's daylight losing's time. That's, that's the more appropriate name. I also, I believe I've said this on the podcast before. So here we go yet again, me repeating myself. But I used to think that, you know how you lose an hour of sleep when you spring forward and you gain an hour of sleep when you fall back in November for daylight losings time, as we now call it. I used to think that that was like a permanent thing, like every single night in that period, in that like six month period or whatever it is, you lose sleep. I was like, this is some BS, but apparently it's just that one night and you don't gain an hour of sleep for every time in that period. You, It's just that one night. So really it, it's a lot of, hullabaloo for for two days a year but i don't know for some reason it just feels right because then does anyone else think of like like now that we're in daylight savings like it's technically like six twenty seven, not seven twenty seven at the time i'm recording this like we're eternally at the wrong time like we're not it we're not in real time this is not a live broadcast
But then I was also thinking like, if we've switched the clocks like an hour ahead so many times a year for so many years, like, are we losing years? Or are we gaining years, however that would work? Because like for in 24 years, like, haven't we skipped an entire day or added an entire day? I, again, can't do the math that quickly. Or does going back, therefore, level it out? I don't know. Are, where do farts go? I don't know. I've tried to figure it out. Actually, are farts bad for the environment? I didn't even mean to, to go down this road, but are farts pollution? I feel like this is something that I need to look into. Okay, yeah. Next week on the Nobody Asked for This podcast, get ready. We are going to learn our farts pollution. We are going to bring in a special guest. Actually, we, we really might have a special guest. I'm trying to, I'm just, you know, negotiating with their team, but we might have a special guest. I don't know if they'll know about our farts pollution, but I promise you, I will bring you that hard-hitting research. Our farts pollution. I think that can be our, um, our mantra statement for this episode. Actually, speaking of farts, if anyone wanted to know, I have moved locations. I walked the eight to nine feet from my very fancy desk to my very fancy beanbag chair. This, it just, this just feels more, um, more homey, more comfortable. I feel like I can free flow my, my thoughts a bit better from a horizontal position as opposed to vertical. Um, but yes, I am ready to break my silence on the GUP date. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, I explain it every time because we don't do it every week. But the GUP date is a segment where I talk about um, my gut updates. Now, don't ask how I got gut update to GUP date. Like, well, I guess that kind of works. Okay, no, that, that actually completely makes sense. I don't know why I was so hard on myself about that. But yes, our GUP date segment is basically a segment where I alert people in the description of this episode the time code that the Guptate segment segment takes place. And I talk about, again, gut updates, bowel movements, however you want to put it. Shiitake, it it is what it is, right? We all do it. We've got to break the silence. Um, And I actually, this is one from a couple weeks ago that I had forgotten to share on the podcast. Like I, I turned off my microphone, I, I ripped off my headphones, you know, all my USB drives were just everywhere and then shut the computer and thought, oh shoot, I forgot to update everybody on something that I'm sure they were so excited to hear. So I'm going to write that wrong and I'm going to share with you my update. Now, the thing about this update is it, it can just be about one instance, but it really is more about a phenomena, which is I was at work, again, this is a couple weeks ago, and I really had to go to the washroom, but I just, like, I was, I was mad that I had to go to the washroom on an away field. Like, I really wanted it to be a home game that day. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just know, and it was, it was, it was, I had to take a poo, okay? Just, let's just call it what it is. I had to take a poo, and I just, like, and I have no problem pooing in public. I know some people do, I know people get nervous. They have their little poopery thing that they spray in the toilet so that when the log hits the bottom, it like releases juices or something or some sort of like flower scent. I'm not, sure. I'm not quite sure. That, that's not my problem. It's just I want to be comfortable. I maybe want to have a headphone in. I maybe want to, you know, have like, not the newspaper, but like maybe, you know, be scrolling something. I know that is a little bit disgusting, 
but I just assume everyone's on their phones in the toilet. That's normal, right? People just have their, their phones in the toilet. But then are we cleaning our phones? Do our, okay, two questions. Are farts pollution and do our phones have poo on them? I have no idea what to title this episode because there's so many great options. A lot of the times I'm like, like scrolling through, like randomly scrubbing through the audio to see if I said something that sounds like a title. This, we're going to be overflowing with titles. But yeah, I just, I, I, was, I was not at home and I, and I really, I, I felt more comfortable. I wanted home seat advantage. I wanted home toilet seat advantage. And I don't think that's too much to ask. So then I was in this predicament where it was like, do I hold it? Or do I just go, like, or do I hold it and then the actual release will feel better when I'm at home? Or do I hold it and then feel better for the rest of the day that I'm not holding in a log, you know, clenched between my cheeks? It was just, it was, it was quite the predicament. I believed I went with the former as opposed to the latter. I just played the away game. But it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. It felt rushed. It didn't feel natural or organic, even though it was both. Just not good. And then, has anyone else had this thing where you think you're completely fine? You don't feel a tingle. You don't feel a anything happening. And then you, like, turn onto your street and you're, like, clenching. Or it can work with pee as well. Like, does that happen for anyone? Where, like, out of nowhere, you get home and your body just knows we got to go. And you're, like, running up, the, up your steps to get to the to the bathroom when literally two seconds before you felt fine. I feel like that has to be, there's some science at play. Like I think your brain, the brain is what I've learned. You know, I, I am technically a university graduate, although I am not using any of that knowledge for literally any good, not, not much evil either, but nothing great. But I've really learned that the brain is a, is a very powerful thing. And I think when your brain realized that your hand turns the wheel to your street, like on your your block or whatever, it tells your brain, we can, you know, now, and then it happens instantly. So, but I I can't tell you how many times I've walked in with like my either school bag or like my work stuff, my lunch kit, just on the floor because I had to beeline for the toilet. I say, how about we do this? How about we wait till we get to episode 50? I will look back and I will compile all of the medical questions we've asked and at 50 episodes, I will, we can maybe do like some sort of GoFundMe Kickstarter campaign to get a medical professional on this podcast. I will look into my insurance plan. I don't know that I have coverage for um, the payment of a guest doctor on podcast. I don't know that that's in my current plan. Um, if anybody has that in their plan, like if you maybe have a good job, and your insurance covers having a doctor on as a podcast guest. If you could just give that to me for the holiday season, that would be tremendous. I would appreciate that so much. And then I can then use that for the good of, I mean, ones of listeners who listen to the Nobody Asked for This podcast. And then we'll be good to go. And then I can just list them off. Like, it doesn't even have to be a conversation. It can be almost like an exam, like almost us testing the medical community, academia, and being like, are farts pollution? Yes or no? Um, is there an actual phenomena between seeing your front door and having to literally <clears throat> your brains out? Yes or no? It can be like asking 20 questions. Or did anybody have that app? I think it was called, like, it started with an A, but it was like an app where, 
it was essentially 20 questions you would ask like you would you would think of something in your head and you could think of like the most bizarre tv character like the most like secondary character in a movie that no one's ever heard of and it would say like am i you know uh, a human and you would say yes or no am i a dog yes or no and it would ask all these questions and like 90 percent of the time it would get it right like and it was like you could actually pick like the craziest thing like i remember one time we picked the mayor of like our town like our city which like is not like a, a like a, a local public figure but not a public figure to many people and it got it right and i was just like that's how i knew that there's there's something happening with these phones. I'm telling you, this was 2013. And I was like, guys, like this was before the time where if you talk about something into your phone enough, you'll get an ad pop up of that exact thing and like three different versions of it. This was before then. And, and as soon as I saw the mayor pop up on that app, I was like, there's something off. There is something off alert. I, I, we should have alerted the media. We didn't uh, alert somebody. Cybersecurity, I don't know, homeland security. I don't know, don't know what that is. It sounds important, but like I just knew. And and I'm I'm right. I think every day I've been proven right. I mean, again, that is a, a great title for the episode. So I think in the interest of of not having like 15 options, just keep with the seven I have. I think we're gonna have to say goodbye, but not without wishing you all a very happy first week of November. A very busy week. I hope you had a great Halloween. I hope you got all the candy and none of the razor blades. I hope you ate as many pumpkin seeds as you possibly could. I, I know I still, actually, you know what? I still have a pumpkin. I think, I think we're gonna extend um, Halloween just a little bit. Keep the Hallmark movies, like maybe we'll push them a week, a week from today. We can have one more week of fall and then it's full Christmas. Um, I wish you all a great daylight losings time. I think, I, I'm really happy that I've, gotten that off my chest. I hope that everyone is, is standing with me in this movement. That is, I mean, again, I always acknowledge we got way bigger fish to fry than the small things that I'm complaining about. But I mean, really what I do here is make mountains out of molehill, uh, molehills. So thank you for allowing me the space to do that. As I always say, we are available on almost all podcast platforms. Okay, basically, this is, this is what a conversation will be with your friend who you are going to market this podcast to. Hello, friend, coworker, family member. Um, I have a very interesting podcast for you to listen to. Maybe lie and say it's about like whatever they're really interested into. So like if you're at the Christmas table and someone's like, oh, do you have any good podcasts? Like if they're a sports person, tell them that nobody asks for this podcast is about sports. If they're a professor and really into academics, tell them that I talk about literature. If they are into like very specific, even very specific things like um, knitting, say that my whole podcast is about knitting. Because I really think once you get them here, like there might be, there might be something to keep them here. Like, will I be talking about knitting? No, but maybe said knitter wants to hear the gut updates. Maybe, probably not, but maybe, you know, and then you can tell them, well, then nobody asked for this podcast, and you can write this on a cue card maybe, is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I have to be honest, I haven't been on, this is me talking now, I have to be honest, I haven't been on probably two-thirds of the websites that I just listed, but we're on there. Samsung Podcasts, um, somewhere else, Tune In. 
I think that's actually TuneIn is, is an app or something. I'm talking to the person that's not there in the corner. Right, TuneIn, mm-hmm, yes, production team. Yeah, apparently they're telling me that it's a thing. Um, but yeah, also podbean.nobodyaskedforthis. Oh, no, sorry, forgive me. Podcast.nobodyaskedforthis.podbean.com. You'll find all our, all our social medias, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook for all the professional people. We should go out on LinkedIn, maybe set up something on Indeed. We're really, the, the Nobody Asked for This podcast will take over the nation. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not in 17 years, maybe not in any of our lifetimes or, or dimensions, but we will get there one day. And that will be thanks to you, listener. So I hope you all have a great week. Um, laugh in the face of daylight losings time because it's better than crying. And uh, yeah, take care. Thank you. Bye.